0: What's up, everybody? We have 10 Minutes here with Adam Maxwell and Ruben Alexson across the table from Mark and myself. This is going to be another little mini-series of 10-Minute talks, so stay tuned to these ones. And the theme amongst all these is traveling with the things we know and love, our firearms and ammunition. First one that we wanted to dive into right away, and uh, I guess I'm speaking perhaps out of turn because later on when the editing comes in, I don't know, I'm, I'm just... Well, I guess this one's just going to come out first now. But anyway,
1: (laughs) number one
0: flying. (laughs) Flying. With firearms and ammunition. This is kind of a weird one to even think about for some people. I know some people do it all the time. Uh, I know Ruben and Adam, you guys do it fairly frequently. Mark, you've done it. I've done it. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it feels weird to do. A, it, at first. At first. The well, first people time people even you, ask the question, you can do that? Yeah, exactly. That's I think more of a statement. That's the thing. Is, is Once you've done it a couple times, you realize, that eh, just is what it is. But the first time you do it, and I remember being in the airport with Eric after having done it a few times myself, and, and Eric, our dear friend, had never done it before, and it was one of the most... I've never seen him sweat so much than I did when I saw him walk into the airport with a closed, safe firearm in a Pelican case. So explain what the deal is with... Flying with firearms and
1: ammunition. Well, like I had the same experience, right? Like um, the first few times I did it, the first several times I did it. I mean, I was nervous. I was wound tight. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, was super fidgety and all that stuff. Like ready to just get taken into the dark room with the light and get interrogated and right. all that stuff. Setting off all, think, all their which profiling Which unfortunately red makes legs. you look worse. Well, and, has, and
2: I think, yeah. I think one thing that probably sets. Uh, the stage for all of the horror stories we hear is that most people, I'm going to go out on a limb here, um, aside from like Mill Ellie, most people that fly with guns are going hunting. Yep. And that's, that's fair.
0: Or to a competition maybe. Yeah, it yeah, could be. Yeah, yeah. yeah, a lot of hunters. But I mean like
2: probably the majority of them are hunters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just going out on a limb. And I think that traveling with the gun is probably not the focus of the trip. The f- trip is focused on the hunt and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you bring the gun because it's necessary. And so – I think a lot of the horror stories that come are from people who weren't prepared and don't have the right case or didn't really even look into it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's going to get you in the fast lane to the back room. They said yeah. dumb
1: things. They, you know, yeah, they made some of the mistakes. I would say, though, like, I actually don't mind it now. I actually, I almost like it. And from, like, a salesperson standpoint, like, I like it because it's, it's somewhat of just a human interaction. And now that I know all the outcomes... And all of the ways to manipulate the situation, like I'm in control of the situation to a certain mm-hmm. extent, we're, or what you can say.
2: We're three minutes in, and we could stop so. this whole thing if you be legal and be polite.
1: Yes, I would, I would say that's yes. probably
0: about as, as accurate yeah. as you can get. I mean, yeah, try not to. And, and I'll say this as well. We we discussed this in uh, in a pod venture that's going to be coming up. It's just one little snippet of it. But, you know, probably not the time to go around wearing your shirt that says, mow them all down or, you know, a bunch of
1: skulls and well, crossbones all over it. And, yeah, you know, your three sure. Here's the thing. Yeah. Like, you're encountering people who have hundreds, if not thousands of interactions with people a day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. your goal in all of this is to be likably forgettable mm-hmm. this person needs to like you and forget you as soon as you walk away you know um just the like you know, 11 love- like make them smile but don't make them laugh you know <laughs>
2: um i walk up and say like i'm gonna be your favorite person today and they're like oh you have a gun I'm like yeah but don't worry i know how to help <laughs> <laughs> yes. So how, I know all the rules. How do you help? You, helping them is so, by knowing the rules. Like, what know, generally, be prepared, right? And that's yep. a, one of the biggest things. Don't open your your twenty five dollar cheap plastic gun case that your gun came in and be like, "This is good," right? Because that's your first cue to exit because you didn't bring the right case. But you need to know the the rules, which are pretty straightforward. I'll say, know the rules and don't ask them for their interpretation. Yeah, yeah. I've seen yeah. people, you know, and you don't want to. Exploit people that don't have that background knowledge or the the knowledge about the, the law. Um, you don't want to make them feel dumb because that's just right. I mean, this is a bad way to interact with people in general. But, yeah, don't don't try and get around anything. Just Just know what you need to do in terms of cases, in terms of having your gun unloaded. Make it as easy as possible mm-hmm. because most of these folks don't enjoy going through your gun case. They're just forced to do it. They yeah. don't
1: know. They don't care. Um, we're going to talk about packing in a, in a different episode in this series, but let's talk about the, uh, the airport interaction. Yep. So you're, you're going to the airport with your properly packed firearm and ammunition, maybe. You're going to have to go up to the counter and talk to the person. The check-in thing ahead of time, no, just go straight to special services or whatever the line is to go talk to a person. You're going to walk up to them, and you're going to say in a very clear voice, I would like to declare unloaded firearms. In exactly that phrase. Do not say, I have a gun. That's a good idea. I would like to declare unloaded firearms. When you do that, they should produce an orange tag like this. Basically, this is a, a card that is your declaration that your stuff is unloaded. You're going to sign it. They're going to sign it. And then they're going to want you to put it in the case mm-hmm. and lock it again. If they ask you if you have ammunition, they may or may not. But if they do, uh, the answer is either no if that's the right answer, or yes, less than 11, less than eleven. It's five kilograms or
2: 11 pounds.
1: Yeah, so yes, less than 11 pounds. Because so that's what they want to know. They want to know that you're under the limit. They don't care how many rounds I've you have. I've never had it care. weighed. They've, yeah, never seen a scale there. But Except for the big you one. You probably, just in case, it. probably should. Yeah, you be close. Yeah. But the answer to their question is, do you have less than five kilos? Yep. They'll say, okay. From there, it varies. Somehow, TSA is going to scan your case. Sometimes you have to go to a different place. Sometimes yep. they say, mm-hmm. wait over by the clock, and we'll, you know, if we don't call you in 20 minutes, you're good. Some will just take you straight back to some area. Um, usually, especially if you're traveling with rifles, because um, they have thick, dense steel in the barrels, their x-ray machine can't get through it. It looks like a void in the case, so they want to open it up. Mm. Um, so invariably if we're traveling with rifles, they make us open the case.
2: Don't get defensive when this part comes to, this is you're choosing to fly with guns. There's going to be certain things that happen during this, during this process that shouldn't cause you to be like, well, it's America. I shouldn't have to show you my gun. Well, you chose to fly with a firearm. These are the things that these people are required to do in their job. So if they say, Hey, can you come back and open this up? Say You know, If if you don't want to give them your keys, you don't want to give them your combo, just ask. Hey, can I open it and relock it? Because I signed that orange card, and I can't be sure that everything is as it was unless I'm the one locking it back up. Because that's what the person at the front check-in counter has you do. They give you the card, you sign it, you're the last person to touch it, and you're the last person to touch your latches and your locks. Hmm. So when that person in the back room says, I need to open this case to look at your stuff, just ask politely hey, would, you, would it be okay if I did it? This is my competition gear or this is my work gear. It's packed very sp- in a very specific way. I want to make sure it's that way when it flies. Yep.
0: I'd be curious to know your guys' experiences maybe compared to some of mine because I've had to crack my case on multiple occasions. I just want to look at it in general, and they go, oh, that's cool, You know, off you go. One time that wasn't the case uh, where I had to make an adjustment uh, and was able to do so. But they've always... They've never asked for my key or my combination they've always said they've always said, "Can you come back here and open your case and, yep. the, and during that process, I walked to the back room, even though they're inviting you back there again, you kind of feel like you're in like you know yeah, it's not uncharted it's not the waters. facing
1: part of the airport right yeah, yeah. but they we flew
2: out of won't name the airport Adam and I flew out on our way to the competition and had a very interesting interaction where didn't want to let us be the ones that opened it and closed Interesting. it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So every I've airport. Like, I've is probably
0: different. several occasions in multiple airports, but they've always said, Can you come back here and unlock your case? Yeah. yeah.
1: Recently until recently, um, it was in there that, you know, if they were gonna open it without if you didn't have TSA locks and they were gonna open it, you had to be present. So I'm running into it a lot now where that's behind a secured place where they won't let people. So it's getting more common that your options are give us the key or we're cutting your locks. Really? Yeah. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. I think the
1: other
2: thing, too, is just through those good interactions with people, I mean, I've noticed that flying with guns is becoming easier. I'm not sure if that's what you're seeing, Mm -hmm. but I think the good interactions um, that we Not on your person
0: carry-on style, obviously. Yeah, Yeah. right.
2: (laughs) But, um, yeah, but, I mean, be the the reason that their job is not scary when they have to check a gun in. Right. Yeah, be
1: professional, know what you're doing, or fake it till you make it, but. You yeah,
2: it, at the very least, just be polite. and Say, "What would you like me to do?" I've never done this.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, and listen to the questions they ask you, which I can confirm is the reason why Eric wound up uh, <laughs> getting a, a borderline in
2: trouble. I can see one Eric like just taking his shirt off, taking his pants off, not knowing like what do you want
0: me. He was very nervous, and he got is asked this a series of questions where the correct answer to the question was yes, and finally they hit him with a question where the answer should have been no, and he. Accidentally, just kept saying yes, and then <laughs> oh, the person behind room. the counter. Yes, I mean no. The person behind the counter lot all more. of a sudden looked extraordinarily nervous. A couple of guys came out. Eric, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, oh,
2: man. but Eric, definitely listen to
0: all of their questions carefully, and and like you said, be polite. Yeah. And if you don't know the answer, politely choose
1: choose your words. Speak clearly. Speak concisely. Those people are listening for certain things yeah so tell them exactly what they need to know know the answer to their question you know because like the answer do you have any ammunition they want to know that you have less Mm -hmm. than the required amount
0: it's interesting because
1: i didn't even actually know I for whatever
0: reason i'd heard from people before it's like flying with ammunition is just nope can't do it at all and people be like you're just gonna have to buy it when you get there
2: we can get into that and we
0: can do that in another one all right sounds good It's, it's fun Stay tuned. More of these 10-minute talks on traveling with firearms and ammunition.
2: Thanks, everybody. Let us know what you think thus far. Catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.